You are listening to the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. This is one hour of fun from the show this morning. Don't worry, you can still catch the entire show on your favorite podcast app. And you can watch the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba on Blaze TV. Enjoy the Daily Best of Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. Seven and a half minutes past the hour. Unpacking another one today. Oh, we look forward to chatting with you at 866-WE-BE-BIG. The gang's all here. Speedy, the real Greg Burgess, and Helmsy. They're already stretched out and warm. Uh, they've given you a kickoff hour on all the Rick and Bubba platforms. Kind of get you warmed up, ready to go. Let's move it around. Let's go. Eddie Van Adler settles into his magic booth in there. He's ready to show you what it looks like. Remember, it's one thing to eat sausage, quite another to see how it's made. You can do that on the Rick and Bubba YouTube channel. Subscribe today. It doesn't cost you anything, but you'll get alerts uh, when the live show starts. And today we have another Wednesday Bible study. You'll get an alert on that too. But you can also watch the archives if that works better for you. Or you just want to go pick up things you missed. You also can get audio-only archives on the Rick and Bubba podcast channel. Uh, so you can go back and pick up uh, parts of the show you may have missed live. If you're saying, I'm live, live, all the way live, I don't want to miss it, uh, then you catch one of America's boldest radio stations uh, all across America, or you can go to the 24-7 TuneIn app, or just be sure you catch the live option on our YouTube channel. Also, every day, a best of hour pulled out for you. You can watch that on the YouTube channel. You can watch it on Blaze TV, or you can listen to it on our podcast channel. So there's all your options. They can be found at rickandbubba.com. Across the way, the silver tongue one, the man with a golden voice, professional lunch eaters, man of the year, the inventor of pizza and a cup, Shakespeare's worst nightmare, and the master of the Kang's English. Ladies and gentlemen, put your hands together for Bill Bubba Bussy! Howdy, Bubba. How about it, Rick Burgess? Friends, neighbors, associates everywhere, welcome into the little party we call Rick and Bubba. How are you today, sir? I'm good. I'm good. How are you? You know what? Uh, I'm ready. I I know you're coming in here just riding high today. I mean, you. Uh, oh yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, graduated 40 years ago from Jacksonville High School in Jacksonville, Alabama, and you know you, of course, uh, are the face of many things. Mm. Uh, the face of Jacksonville High School in Jacksonville, mm-hmm. Alabama, not Florida. Yep. Uh, yep. A lot of confusion there, but uh, yep. but you. <laughs> You probably are their most famous <laughs> no, I wouldn't uh, say that. alumni, I if you, if you think that. about it. I mean, you've gone out to the world, mm-hmm. you know, draped in blue and gold, and uh, you have... Uh, well, I don't get to see a lot of games, but uh, mm-hmm. fortunately for us, the state basketball tournaments in our city and the, our, our state athletic association does a great job with that they put that on at uh, birmingham at the bjcc mm-hmm. and uh legacy arena and it's a, a brand new complex gonna be hosting ncaa's by the way coming up in a few well, months so um it's uh it, it was a lot of fun big win last night for the golden eagles rick as they soared high and so that but tell I me mean, not just any win i mean this is state champion yeah they're in the final four it was the semifinals last night yep 
So they're moving on to the championship, right? Yep, yep. Play Friday afternoon, uh, try to repeat as 4A state champs. Are you basketball. going back? Are you going to see it? I'm going to try to. I'm going to try. I'd like to. But Anthony, yeah. I'm not going. I'm not going to go unless Mike Suko goes this time. Well, and it also is on that rare that list, <laughs> rare, rare, rare list. And I, I saw some of the uh, some of the listeners and the viewers last night. They were gravely concerned. Yeah, that well, you they, are, they should be. T- let me tell you what we saw last mm-hmm. night, Speedy. We saw Bubba go out on a weeknight. Yep. Mm-hmm. And he's he's made that clear. That's which is, which that's, is not it's not good. That's tip, not good. That's not a that's not a good easy move for no. me. Tip off was, and I don't know if they stayed on time or not, but tip off was supposed to be seven thirty. Yeah, I'm gonna say tip off was at bedtime. It was at bedtime. Yeah, yeah, I was, no question. Yeah, man. yeah. All right. So and he went downtown. Oh, yeah, a lot of so, a lot of things there. A lot of bridges to cross. Let me tell there. you, Golden Eagle fans, that's devotion from Bubba right there. Yep. I, yeah, I've seen and, I've seen only a handful of things have pulled him out on a weeknight. And then to be able to pull him out on a weeknight and start that late and get him downtown, right? right. Well, that—that's about. I can only think of about four things. Not we'll, many that we'll I've ever the, seen. We'll pay the price today. Sure you that. will. Uh, sure you climb aboard. These uh, shoulders are broad. Rick, it was a big win over a very good Hale County team, uh, eighty-two to forty-six. Didn't sound like they were too good. But well, no, they are. Ah. But in yeah. in all fairness, uh, mm. the mighty Golden Eagles jumped out to an eighteen to nothing lead, and you know that's just hard to make up. Shot 56% from the floor, 20, uh, 12 of 25 from three-point land. Speedy. So, I, I know. Notes. I he's know. got notes. That, he's got notes on tough. a pad. He's got notes he's on a pad. He doesn't write many things down. <laughs> it might be about, you know, Elon Musk or yeah. uh, some space thing notes. or NASA thing. Yeah. I have notes every day hey, he's, that I he's, look at. He's written notes stats. down, Rick. I mean, well, we got percentages and everything. The, the three-point shooting and a lot of that was early. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, it was pretty impressive. I'm when, not, you, when you shoot fifty percent, basically from behind the arc, that's 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 hard to beat. Uh, even saying arc, I was I, I, I'm behind I, the line. Greg Greg has shared something with me that I will not share on the air because even though we don't believe in mojo, I don't I don't mess around with it yeah. when it comes to sports. But you know, his son-in-law is a basketball coach, yeah. and uh, put it this way, Greg said he was not surprised by that margin, and neither is anybody who. Follows. Yeah, they they uh, they've had a very good year. I think they're twenty eight and six now. So mm-hmm. that's that's a good 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 run. So I know because they play a lot of schools bigger than them. You know during the season. So right. Yeah. So well, it was. Um, it, it, so Bubba, I'm glad you were there. Yeah, it, we had it, a good time. Got, enjoyed that. Good to what see t- some what? folks I haven't seen. Saw some uh, folks I used to go to church with, and and saw uh, some folks I used to. Watch and cheer on playing basketball. So these people so. that you went to church with in the past, yeah, back at Jacksonville, Baptist, yeah, yeah, First Baptist. You know that's where I went. Did for you thirty let something. Did years. you let them know? <laughs> that's how start. Well, here we go. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> that's so good, Rick. Thank you for pulling him in on that. <laughs> you see him walk right oh, in. Oh yeah, for a minute. I thought you had a nibble. You went. I went. I don't. I don't think hey, they wait, go. Wait, wait, the, wait. I don't think they go there now. But, <laughs> right? Uh, no, you know. Right. It was good. To that's see. just a. It was good. That's a say. running on going <laughs> yeah, thing. Oh, did, you, did you let them rough back? Did you let them know? <laughs> Are they aware? <laughs> uh, aware as they need to be. Right. <laughs> you well, it goes back to what I said about wearing a suit. Anytime I preach in a Baptist church. I don't know what my Meemaw can and cannot see, but I ain't taking no chances. Yeah, yeah really. Yeah, don't, no need to push it. Uh, 15 minutes past the hour. More, m- more of the Rick and Bubba show coming up right after this.
Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So, uh, I mean, Speedy came in and he was saying, hey, if you've had the latest update on your iPhone, of course, they'll, they'll wear you out and just, I mean, just uh, come in so hot on you making sure you do the latest updates. Well, they've hit the little green stuff in this one. Mm-hmm. They, they, we're going to save the world, and they don't even ask you if you want to participate or not. You know, where will it end? Are we going to have to just go back to paper? Is that where we're yeah. What is it called, green apple? Uh, everybody's calling them green apple now. No, uh, they snuck in a feature that determines if and when an iPhone charges. Uh, it can slow down the process when sustainable electricity is unavailable. They say they quietly rolled it out, so a lot of you might know about this, but... Uh, Daily Mail had a story uh, about this woke feature that hit yesterday afternoon. It reduces a user, user's carbon footprint by slowing down the charging of your iPhone if uh, if you're not in um, if like what they do is they communicate uh, with uh, I guess the power plant or whatever to find out if you're in uh, a smart charging area and if what not does that even mean depending on sustainable energy will be, depend on how fast your phone charges. Or doesn't charge. It's called clean energy charging, oh. and it scours emissions yeah, reports from local power plants to determine if and when the smartphone recharges, depending on if sustainable energy is available. So uh, come on, what? People. So what? It, was it searching for windmills or solar power? Uh, what, what well, I, I guess so. Rick, yeah. let me just say this: Tim Cook, get your hand off my charging cable. Yeah, yeah. What? You, uh, however, can turn sense. the clean energy charging off with a simple. Uh, button toggle here, and I'll tell you how to do that. You just go to uh, systems or settings, I should say. Mm-hmm. Then you you just kind of scroll down to where you see battery. You hit battery, and then under there you'll see like battery percentage, low power mode. You'll see battery health and charging. Click that, and then in the listing you'll see maximum capacity, peak performance, optimized battery charging, and then there's clean energy charging. And then you can just simply turn that off. It should be green now, but you can turn it off if you like. Good night. Uh, phone. Um, so uh, the iPhone will try to reduce your carbon footprint. It says yeah. by se- selectively charging See, when lower power headed, emissions guys. electricity is available. Th- this is where we're headed. Lower th- this, power th- emissions th- electricity. This, this is what always is happens. That so this, on this is, yeah, I started to say. I guess our phones will just go dead yeah, here because I don't, uh, I don't think we got a lot. Will it? Uh, I understand it. It's not actually sensing directly if it's if it's some kind of green power, but it says it's it skims emission reports. Yeah, it, it from says your it, area. Yeah, it says it scours emissions reports, just what you said, from local power plants to determine if and when the smartphone recharges, depending on the sustainable energy that's available. But what if it doesn't ever do that? What I, I'm not sure. Then your and, phone and, will uh, not charge as fast. It'll slow the charging process. According to this story, I'm just well, reading the that, story. This I know, isn't how me. does that? I mean, how but does that save energy by slowing it down? Thank other you. than inconvenience you. Now, it says now that, you're veering into what I want to talk. Y'all realize this doesn't do anything. This no, is this is feel goodism. <clears throat> yeah, at, at its highest level. This is Apple wanting to think they're doing something. This does not accomplish. It's Anything. PR is all it is. It's all PR. It's mm-hmm. all feel-goodism. It's all propaganda. Look at us. We're being green. We're green apple. We're just going to save the planet and make sure so, you're charging on clean, clean charging. Yeah. They, it's, it's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. It, it really it, is. It will have no impact. No. None. Um, I mean... 
let me ask you this: How does it how does it sense when you're charging in a car? Thank you. Well, I don't know. It says um, it, it says here that it can, uh, depending on your charging habits, it can figure out when you know when you normally charge your phone every day. Right. And um, it says the clean energy charging works with optimized battery charging to learn your charging habits. It says that's kind of the awareness that it it, it goes through, but. Um, it goes on here and talks about a number of different things, but I guess the biggest thing is the users were upset because if you have an iOS 16 update, this woke feature was in that update, and sometimes it'll it'll say click here to see what the update is. Yeah, and nobody all, ever does. I mean, that. it's just so much stuff, and this one here oh, is in there, and a lot of people go, so you turned it on, and I I didn't have the opportunity to do that myself, so yeah, you actually yeah. have to go in and turn it off. If you don't want that. Let me tell you something. I turned this off today when Speedy showed me how to do it. Mm -hmm. As quick as I get in any automobile that has that stupid, your car goes dead at a red light. Yeah. I turn that off the minute I get in. Yeah. And of course, they make it where you have to do it every time. <clears throat> yeah, no. Right. So what a bunch of... Again, go all, down... All this is it feel good. It's feel it good. It ain't saving it. It's yeah. not doing anything. They want to be able to say, look what we did. Yeah. Oh, thanks, man. That's awesome. Yeah, look at until, until they can answer the question of how... This green movement by charging with power plants, when they generate most of their power with, you know, carbon burning fossil fuels. Yeah, I, I don't see how even with electric cars, we're just shifting where the carbon footprint is. Right. Right. These same people that uh, fight for, uh, you know, well, I don't even get into it. Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So Bubba, 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 we came in today. You know, we kept thinking to ourselves. Can now former mayor uh, Lori Lightfoot can she do anything bad enough for the majority of the people of Chicago not to vote her back in as mayor? And apparently, finally, that answer has been yes. Yes, Lori Lightfoot finished third, meaning she will not be in the runoff uh, for the Democratic nomination for mayor, and um, she is out, Rick, um, primarily uh, based on the. Spike in crime in Chicago. In 2021, homicides in Chicago rose to their highest number in 25 years, outpacing other crime-ridden cities like New York and L.A. So um, she's always had a poor relationship with law enforcement, um, and the, the city's police department lost a significant number of officers in recent years amid the rise in crime and lack of support. Yeah, it, uh, from what we were kind of watching and gathering, uh, this is somewhat historic, uh, modern day. Uh, they say it is rare for a Democrat to be in the office of mayor, and pretty much they get to be mayor until they don't want to be mayor anymore. Right, right. Uh, and they said this is somewhat unprecedented for a Democrat uh, in that office to be removed by their own party, and like you say, not even finishing second, third, not even getting to the runoff. Uh, th that's how bad it was. And I think, you know, there are some things, we were talking about this in the break, that should, I hope they do, uh, should not have a political agenda attached to those. And one of those is feeling safe in your home. Yeah. Uh, one of those <clears throat> is feeling safe on your streets. Uh, and we, you know, Speedy was always very good to bring in the, you know, the number of people shot and killed <laughs> over each weekend in Chicago. The numbers were staggering. Oh, yeah. Uh, and, uh, and, and as you all have said, and I say, I think correctly, 
I just think that that is hard to overcome. I don't care what party that you're a part of, and no matter how entrenched your party may be in any city, if that party cannot keep the people safe, they look for somebody else. Yeah, and I don't mean and, another party, but yeah, another person. And and we had talked about too the uh, the the number of stores that had moved off the Miracle Mile, and uh, you know that tourism is a big deal in Chicago, and oh, it's I, just I'd love it's just city, not yeah. happening when. Yeah. Uh, you know, when you don't feel safe. So, uh, they've made a change and, uh, you've, uh, there's a lot of, a lot of comments from, uh, national commentators on it. Uh, one on Fox said the, uh, Lori Lockfoot experiment is officially over. Uh, Marjorie Green Taylor, always with a word, uh, to come in said, uh, Lori Lockfoot crime doesn't pay. Former Georgia state rep Vernon Jones, who lost his election for the U S house in, in November, Said the mayor just got the foot. <laughs> oh, that's a well, and and I don't know because I don't really remember about her her rise to power to be the mayor of one of our our largest cities. But I I wonder, and I can only wonder this, and, and maybe not. This sometimes is the problem with wokeness: is someone like Lori Lightfoot who checks a bunch of boxes of wokeness. You know, I'm 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 female. I'm a person of color. Uh, I'm LGBTQ plus. Sure. And sometimes that can blind. Is this person fit for the office? Can they do? Can they do the job well? Uh, look at us. We're Chicago. We've we've got a female, uh, uh, you know, person of color who's LGBTQ. Look how forward we are. Look how woke we are. And that works for a while until back to what we said earlier. To people don't feel safe. And they don't think you're doing a good job. And, and really, you can do a bad job in a lot of things. People's safety is one that will get you. Well, you know, that's what we were talking about in the break. Uh, being safe being safe is not a Democrat or Republican no, issue, no. or it shouldn't be a liberal or conservative issue. We all want to be safe. We all want to be able to raise our families. We want to be able to go to businesses. We want to have businesses. And if you can't do that for the criminal element, then then what's the use of any of it? During, Without that, there's nothing. Right. Yes. During the debate, uh, one of the things they were hammering hammering her about was she suggested to Chicago people to incur, to increase their safety was to not carry cash. Right. She said, try using other forms of payment. Right. Just don't carry cash. Uh, if you guys want to hear her kind of, uh, what's it called, the concession, con- concession speech, speech. here's yeah, a, yeah. Cu- a couple quick clips from it if you want. And you can hear the crowd is really sad as they chant, well, we, we love Lori. Well. We love Lori! We love Lori! enough of you didn't. It doesn't sound like a big crowd. We were fierce competitors mm-hmm. in these last few months, um, but I will be rooting and praying for our next mayor to deliver uh, for the people of the city for years to come. Obviously, we didn't win the election today, but I stand here with my head held high and a heart full of gratitude. And her hand on her wallet. Yeah. And regardless of tonight's oh, outcome, we fought the right fights, and we put this city on a better path. What? No doubt about it. What? I don't understand <laughs> that. <laughs> her definition of better. The you got you to gotta say something. I mean, what are you going to say? Look, I was, a, I was a loser. 
Right. Uh, the city is a mess. Uh, cats and dogs so, living together. Right. I, mean, I know, but uh, I know politicians can kind of you know spin things. Yeah, but, that, but for her to say that, insane. and then the White House talk about how great the economy's doing, how much they've done. Uh, what, some of it well, is just it borderlines insanity. It does. It well, yeah, it, it's. Um, <clears throat> And, and the thing I always wonder is when, like, what Biden's doing. My, Biden, I think, maybe, but I'm, talking, I'm going to say more like the Biden administration. Yeah. When they say these things that even C students from Calhoun County can easily refute, do they believe it? Or are they just hoping they say it enough and, w- and enough people will believe it? I, I don't know. Maybe uh, some somebody from the spin department come in and has yeah. uh, convinced them that, hey, right. this is the way we need to look at it. I don't know. Like when she says, I've got Chicago on the right path, does she really <clears throat> think she did that? Well, huh. you mean if business is moving out, right. crime skyrocketing, yeah. Uh, yeah. murders by the dozens every weekend? Yeah. You know, and, and as Greg pointed out, you know, you don't see, you see men do it, but rarely do you see women embrace a receding hairline. Yeah. They normally do something about it. Uh, you know, it, no, I'm, well, I'm just combing different. I'm just saying women usually say, because sometimes rare, but Go you know, with a hat. their hair is different, <laughs> but you know, they don't usually face some of the hair issues that men face. Well, and when they do, they usually do something about it. Mm-hmm. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. I know. Huh. Anyway. I, you know, I, I know, I know that she wears like men's suits, but she didn't have to have a men's receding hairline. <laughs> Who was it that she had the same hairline as Stephen A. Smith? Who was it? Was that you speaking? <laughs> huh? Yeah. She had the same hairline as Stephen A. Yeah, Smith. Right, she does. Yeah, right. Yeah. She does. It's going back in there. Right. Huh? No, it is. It, it, have, it, now, that has nothing to do with the job she did. No, no I'll right. say her hairline is where my headphones start. I will say this. Yeah. Her, her hairline was already leaving. Yes. Right. It, it's like, like, it, like many of the businesses. It's like her hairline and businesses were leaving Chicago. I'll tell you that. Yeah. And now she's out. Out. And, 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 uh, so I'm with you, Greg. Yes, there were some people saying we love Lori, but it wasn't a lot. It wasn't of a lot. That didn't sound like a big crowd. <laughs> and, and, and if you don't believe that, I think it was a kin folk. Listen, if you don't believe that, just look at the vote. Yeah, yeah. Uh, pretty <laughs> obvious. Not many were yelling. No, that was their family. It gives you hope for Chicago. It does. There's hope for Chicago. This actually is good news if you're in Chicago, and, and I know that you're still going to end up with a Democrat, but maybe it'll be. Look, that's it, fine. Just uh, yeah. keep the criminals from running the city. Right. Yeah, maybe it'll be and one Democrat on. Maybe it'll be, you know, I, like you being tough on crime. I don't think that belongs to Republicans or Democrats. No, it shouldn't. I think I think we all want to be safe. Uh, we'll be right back. Rick and Bubba. Rick and Bubba. From uh, from our friends at Babylon B, I'm just going to tell you these guys, they slay me. They're funny, and yeah. uh, and they don't miss, and they even lost a key player and still, and still kept moving. Uh, uh, so the one where was it about? Because uh, it ties here. It is a couple of them. Fauci jealous as China getting all the credit for creating COVID. That's a good one. And uh, and then the one that we're going to do with this clip, and it has to do with the uh, the conspiracy theories. And uh, and and they oh here it is, this is a good one. Listen to this. To catch up on today's news, man just uh, no, man just reads two year old post on conspiracy blog. Yeah, that's so funny. Uh, so you know remember remember conspiracy theorists, anti vaxxers crazy people, xenophobics. <laughs> And, and uh, things, you had to be a misogynist too, didn't you? Do, somehow, that, I don't yeah, know how that yeah, got in there. Yeah. Somehow, this means you don't like women. Uh, you're, you're, but so I don't. Um, you know what? I am Rick, a hellophobe. Mm-hmm. Uh, 
You could Fear not of busting the gates of hell. There you open. go. I wish we had more of that in our country. Yeah. That'd be helpful. Yeah. Uh, you have, uh, like I said, we Just fear you, we fear everything that we shouldn't. What we and then we when it comes to fearing God, we're like nah. Uh, but um, so I'm terrified of this uh, virus that that has a, a death rate of a whopping one percent. But God, nah. Uh, but the so uh, so here. But remember, you could not say it came from Wuhan. Uh, you could not say that you had natural immunity, and that no. was just as good as the vaccine, if not better. That was not allowed. You, you, could, you couldn't say that any of these treatments worked. Uh, only the vaccine was what would work, <clears> nothing <throat> else. Uh, and all you couldn't say that the vaccine was obsolete and didn't work anymore. Right, you you, you right, couldn't say you couldn't say people who are vaccinated will still catch it and spread it. It, it, <laughs> it was bat sandwich and get your shot. That's Anything it. other than Bottom that, line. you were shut down. You were tied up. You were gagged. Canceled. You were thrown overboard. So is this a montage of 2020 things that now we uh, that that are absolutely not true now? And we yeah, were told yeah, that they just, were facts. Yeah, it's pretty much a this. flashback of what they were saying and claiming about some of the theories that were out there. Now, now we this, got you on video. Yeah, yeah. Th- this is important. We Listen, listen, this is important, Rick and Bubba family. Mm-hmm. This is important because though it's it's too late on all this, we're learning, this should at least prepare you for the next time this kind of stuff is attempted. Mm-hmm. That it is okay to to question and to research and to have your own opinion and not just be spoon-fed things by a bunch of talking heads. Right. Okay? So here and comes... Rick, can I say you might get tired of this? I know you. So you can come out of it whenever you want. Yeah. But Blaze TV put this out yesterday. It's pretty pretty All good. Right. All right. So, so about four he, minutes worth of good ooh. stuff. Okay. I, let's yeah. go That's now. That's what I'm then. saying. You just come on out I whenever you're ready. Need to get started then. Yeah. Here we go. Last week is a theory with no evidence whatsoever. There is zero evidence that this virus came out of a lab in China. There's no suggestion that this was cooked up in some sort of lab. There is no evidence that that conspiracy theory that we've heard going around uh, was leaked from a lab. Conspiracy theory that the Chinese made this virus up. You have the lab and we'll go in a lab. An unsubstantiated theory. It's about a government laboratory in Wuhan that was the origin of COVID. Now, I've seen this kind of, you know, stuff peddled in the right-wing media that I'm still trying to keep an eye on, but it's still stunning to read it. There's just no evidence that anybody had it in the lab anywhere in the world prior to the outbreak. One of Trump world's most favorite conspiracy theories. New York Times reports this, quote, senior Trump administration officials have put American spy agencies to hunt for evidence to support an unsubstantiated theory that a government lab in Wuhan, China, was the origin of the coronavirus outbreak. That's according to current and former American officials. U.S. officials have yet to offer credible proof the virus came from the Wuhan lab, (laughs) a theory that's also being shot down by Dr. Anthony Fauci for lacking any scientific evidence. It's very, very strongly leaning towards this could not have been artificially or deliberately manipulated. It's a new, dangerous conspiracy theory I mean, this is this is serious stuff, folks. Don't worry about your ratings for one week. Don't don't try to don't try to spool up uh, some too, of Joe. whoever was wearing ten yeah, tinfoil thanks, hats Jimmy in Neutron. your audience. But that's what's happening. We're still these conspiracy okay. theorists are still saying things that are going to be extraordinarily what has dangerous. What she done to him to change country? him so much? In the nineteen eighties, I, I remember when the far left right. trafficked in rumors CNN. about HIV yeah. having been invented in CIA labs. 
The far right has now found its own virus conspiracy theory. You know, the conspiracy yeah, they did, Willem Dafoe. have essentially closed down <laughs> communication <laughs> between scientists in China and scientists in the US. We need that communication in an outbreak to learn from them how they controlled it so we can control it better. Um, it, it's sad to say, but it will probably cost lives. 27 public health scientists from across the US and the world wrote this letter in the journal Lancet condemning conspiracy theories and citing scientific evidence, including the U.S. Centers for Disease Control, mm. that supports the theory that overwhelmingly conclude that this coronavirus originated in wildlife. There's evidence to strongly indicate that it is a natural occurrence hmm. and zero evidence to indicate zero. that it's a lab leak. Just weeks ago, Dr. Anthony Fauci rejected the conspiracy that coronavirus was man-made in a lab in Wuhan, China. And yet this week, Donald Trump is still pushing the debunked bunkum. The virus was not, not, not man-made. The growing consensus uh, among uh, America's closest intelligence partners is that this virus uh, came from a market in Wuhan, not from the lab. Everything about the stepwise evolution over time strongly indicates that it evolved in nature and then jumped species. <laughs> SARS-CoV-2 emerged from the wild into the human population, or has that not been proven yet? Well, I'm a scientist, and what I do is oh! I look at the evidence uh, around a hypothesis. There is a huge amount of evidence that these viruses repeatedly emerge into people from wild animals not in one. rural areas right. not through things one. like hunting and eating right wildlife. Now. The evidence from a diverse array of international evolutionary virologists feel rather confident that it was a natural occurrence. And a new report is fueling a debate over how the COVID-19 pandemic started. The Wall Street Journal reports the U.S. Energy Department has concluded the pandemic most likely started with an accidental lab leak. We've said it here. <laughs> this is now, the update. I remember Tom Cotton got attacked by some newspaper. I forget it. Maybe it was the Times. I forget who it was uh, for talking about the possibility of a lab leak. And we said on the show, we don't know. Maybe it was. Ah, you it was. That's not what you said. Jimmy Neutron! We don't know! You didn't say that! You said we were all stupid! Wow. You yeah. said we were gonna That's, kill people by about, saying that! How about I'm embarrassed you, for him? Jimmy Neutron! Hey! We don't know. We didn't know. We've been on his show, well, like and we, I'm embarrassed. Like we said. Hey, like we said on the air. We just played what you said on the air. Don't you know people record that stuff? Idiot. Good night! Wow. So, so keep in mind, that four minutes of, of, of garbage... Yeah. All has now been done away with. What they were saying wasn't true. We were removed from Facebook for saying that. Yes. Oh, yeah. For even suggesting that. Right. Top of the hour. We'll be right back. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So uh, let's go to Joe Biden. Uh, we always yeah, Joe, we always love this. Oh, no. I always love this one. Uh-huh. Basement Joe. You know, sometimes God loving me, he, he just goes weird, and um, this is one of those um, strange moment. You know, I just sometimes it just gets away from him, and and I don't think we really even know what he's talking about. But um, uh, here's something involving a nurse. Uh, I, I, how does this come up? Is there some reference point? I don't know. Just just. His interaction with the nurse that he remembers mm-hmm. is just very strange. This, 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 That's all I'm going to say. Did the nurse call him Joey? No, but the okay. nurse 
would whisper okay. in his ear so uh-huh. he, he okay. could feel her breath. Oh, my goodness. All right, here we go. And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand him. She'd whisper, she'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. But I'm not joking. There it is again. There it is. Y'all, why does he have to I'm always? I'm not joking. Y'all. Well, because y'all, I, I imagine there's people with a puzzled look in the audience. Yes. Like, are you for real? <laughs> yeah, I'm not she brought joking. Brought back my pillow. She breathed on me where I could feel her breath. Did you hear the laughter from the crowd, though, when he said she did things to me that they don't teach in nursing school? Mm-hmm. Does he know what he's saying? No. Well, answer, I can answer that. <laughs> sir, hey, sir, sir, I can answer that. No, he doesn't. <laughs> she said she loved me. <laughs> Hello, nurse. Yeah. Uh, let's hear it one more time. She breathed let's on hear. me. Listen. And I had a nurse named Pearl Nelson, military. Pearl Nelson? She'd come in and do things that I don't think you learn in medical school, nursing school. She'd whisper in my ear. I didn't, couldn't understand her. She'd whisper. She'd lean down. She'd actually breathe on me to make sure that I was, that there was a connection, a human connection. No, breathe uh, on him. She even went home and brought back her pillow from her own bed because she didn't knew the one I had the one comfortable. What? But I'm not joking. <laughs> nurse Nelson needs to be investigated. Yeah, yeah. yeah. she's correct. She did but, things other nurses didn't. Did. Did. Let me tell you what's odd about this. Is, is this and they don't teach is this him? No, they is don't. this him somehow also trying to deflect? Whereby says he's a little handsy and creepy the way he's always I up there. Somebody breathing on. Yeah, like he's saying just, somebody it, else is creepy. Right? Is he just saying that he's he's made? It's just a human connection. You tell us before COVID, she can't breathe on. Now, what mouth. what right. was the context of him I, in I the hospital? Know. I'm not joking. In, That's all, what in all fairness, I do not know. He was speaking about health care policy in Virginia Beach, Virginia. Okay. Okay. So and that has to do with what? But I'm not kidding. Mm, I'm not kidding. I'm not, I'm joking. not kidding. Guys. I'm not I'm joking. joking. I said, I'm joking. Pearl, come here. All right. So video three. Breathe on me, Pearl. Video three. I, I gotta feel the connection. I don't know if all of you are as, as big a fan of PragerU as I can be at times, and and my wife Sherry, she loves PragerU and and uh, Dennis Prager. But so they they remember how we said the other day on the show since we have a Democrat in the White House again, that they have done a masterful job of, of being history revisionists of their own history. But again, now, anything you have in your history cannot be. No, it cannot go be back 45, 50 years. Yeah, so PragerU loves, and they're trying to, they're there trying to say, let us see if we can offset some of the indoctrination of young people, and we're going to teach them the history of the country, the truth of the country, the Constitution, all this. And so they have a lot of young folks, and they send one of them out on the street uh, that's going to ask somebody some questions, and I want I want you to catch these answers. Here we go. Which political party founded the KKK? <laughs> the Republican Party, of course. Wrong. Wrong. It's the Democrat Party. Are you serious? For real? You know which party abolished slavery? Which party? Uh, yeah, yeah, that was a Democrat Party. It's actually the Republicans. <laughs> Republicans were the anti-slavery party established in 18. 18- Six years Lincoln. Abraham Lincoln was a Republican? Uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know that. Which political party gave African Americans the right to vote? Mm, you can go with the Democrat. Republican. Republican. Yeah, well, well all right. Okay. Uh, see there? Do you see do you see that? Did he not ever see how this was going? Right. <laughs> this was always a vote. Right, right. I think after the first two rounds I had it. <laughs> so wait a minute. No, that's gotta be the Democrats. Nope. So, this time, yeah. So the the Republican Party did not d- did not create the KKK. That was the Democrats. Republican parties 
abolished slavery. The Democrats were fighting to keep it. And uh, the Republican Party gave African-Americans the right to vote. And, and, and this, this person of color thinks, because this is what he's been indoctrinated in, that all those things were given to people of color by the Democratic Party. But they weren't. But that's historically incorrect. So, but you, do you see how propaganda works and indoctrination works? Now, I don't have any problem, hear me out, of the Democrats saying we learn from our wicked ways and we are not those people anymore. I'm I'm perfectly okay with that because I can say that about my own life. But when you then deny others to say that, make the same claim, Mm -hmm. that's where you got problems. You know, if anything was ever done wrong in our opponents' lives, then that's who they are forever. Mm -hmm. Anything we've ever done wrong is either acted like it didn't happen or we've changed. Either everybody can can be redeemed and can be transformed into something different, uh, or they can't. Uh, and if if everything you did in the past can now be brought forward into presentism, then what the Democratic Party had in their past can be brought forward. By the way, I don't think they should be. We should be able to do that. I think the Democratic Party and the candidates should just stand on who they are today, and we can debate on whether they really care about the things they claim to care about or not. But I'm not going to sit here and and hang on them for the rest of their lives, slavery, KKK, and denying black people the right to vote. But they want to hang things on everybody else's life and not ever let you out from under that. So so anyway, uh, I thought that was very interesting. Now, but, that's good stuff. But because, not surprising. No, it's not. Not surprising. <clears throat> that's, uh, so, you know, research the history a little bit. I was watching last night. Did you know that, uh, speaking of Kelsey Grammer in the in the new Jesus Revolution movie, have you seen the thing that Fox Business does with him where he narrates and no. talks about America's uh-uh. the battles of American history? No. Uh-uh. Yeah, they had one on the Civil I, War. I like his voice. They had yeah, one on the Civil War good. last night, and I, I watched a little bit oh, of that. Oh, that's cool. Yeah. They, I, 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 real, I didn't realize. I, I guess I did know this, but how he said how delusional our country was on how bad this was going to be because we hadn't fought a war since, like, the Mexican War of the 1850s. He said everybody thought this was such going to be a, and they interview all these historians, that it was going to be over in, in just a few minutes when maybe not even people getting killed, right. that people were sitting on the hillside at the first battle oh, yeah. eating snacks and picnicking. <clears throat> oh, yeah. And then all of a sudden they started watching people being slaughtered, and they're like, what in the world? And at Bull Run, and um, and he, he, they were talking about that the weapons had advanced since the last time we fought, but then when they start fighting, the way we fought when the weapons weren't as good, mm-hmm. and that led to people just getting filleted. Oh, yeah. I mean, oh, just the cannons, especially, and the bullets. The bullets had been upgraded. We went from being able to shoot you with a little little pumpkin ball yeah. at about fifty yards to be able to shoot you with a bullet that ripped you to shreds at about four hundred yards. Mm-hmm. And we're still marching mm-hmm. in groups. A bad plan. <laughs> that was it. Bottom of the hour. We'll be right back. Your phone call's coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. We're making our way back to the music of Brother Kane. They are back. And uh, Damon Johnson, lead guitar, lead vocals. Uh, we're just talking about uh, they are out and playing shows, and, and people are excited. They have a huge ba- uh, fan base. Uh, they've got a catalog that's outstanding for the three albums that they put out in the 90s. They were all uh, hugely successful. Uh, Woodstock, Georgia coming up uh, tomorrow night, uh, and then Birmingham, Alabama on Friday night. Go to brotherkane.com, too. If you click on events, you can get tickets to either one of those. Damon, I was going to ask you as, as, we're, you know, as you guys are doing things here in the present and we're excited about 
uh, the idea there could even be new music. Uh, but looking forward to right now seeing this tour with the uh, all the music from the first three albums. But you know, looking back over your incredible resume, you mean you have been allowed, brother, to to be part of some pretty cool things. But let's stay with Brother Kane right now. So when you had the you know the, the three big albums. Uh, that happened, it, it, it enabled you guys to tour to begin with, with a lot of the biggest uh, acts out there, Aerosmith, uh, you know, Robert Plant. Um, uh, and then you got to tour as Brother Kane uh, with Van Halen. I, I cannot imagine what that was like, uh, you being a guitarist, to be in the presence of one of the, the greatest guitarists that have ever played the guitar and uh, he recently, of course, has passed away. Where does Eddie Van Halen belong uh, in in guitar history? Yes, uh, <laughs> I, as you were telling that story, Rick, I thought about the day that I got the phone call that we got like fourteen Van Halen dates. Wow! Uh, you know, stopped to fill up the van with gas at some truck stop and. <laughs> The tour manager said, hey, you need, you know, call the office. And I went to some payphone, and they told me we're going to do a bunch of Van Halen shows, man. I mean, I probably turned a backflip in the middle of, uh, you know, uh, a Lucky's parking lot or whatever the truck stop was. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, man, no question that Eddie Van Halen is the GOAT. Okay. You know, greatest of all time. He's certainly on the Mount Rushmore of the greatest of all time. Um, the thing about Eddie, you know, is he did things with the guitar that us mere mortal, mere mortals, we could not pull it off. You know, we could attempt it. I could get close. You know, I could play along and get excited and think, oh, I'm doing it. I'm doing it. But I I know it wasn't really. Uh, he, he was like a jazz saxophone player, man. He, he just, he thought differently. He interpreted music differently. Uh, you know, he there, there isn't a certainly there's not a contemporary rock guitar player making music today that wasn't influenced by Eddie. He's uh, and that was such a thrill for us, man, to uh, to tour with them, to become friends with them. You know, I uh, so many great memories hanging out with Ed, hanging out with Michael Anthony, their bass player, Sammy. I think, you know, Sammy Hagar probably was the reason we got that tour. He was a huge fan of Ann Foolstein on. He loved that song. And uh, I don't know if you guys remember this, but right after that tour, 95, 96, that's when they had their big breakup. Sammy left the band and he immediately started working on a solo record. And he called me and uh, invited me to his house. And we wrote a couple songs together, uh, both of which made you know, made that, that solo album. So just heady stuff, man, for a kid from Geraldine, <laughs> Alabama. Yeah. So, <laughs> so Damon, who, who are the other three faces on the Mount Rushmore? Of oh my players? goodness. You played yeah, with well, a lot of them. Great question. Bubba. Great question. Listen, uh, you know, I, I got so many friends, man, guitar players, you know, that have done taken a similar path that I have or much greater hot, hot debate. Hot debate as to who those other three are. Uh, and for me, it kind of changes, I think, from time to time. But the first ones that jump into my head would be Hendrix, Stevie Ray Vaughan, Jeff Beck, Eddie Van Halen. 
ask me next month, Bubba, and I would probably have uh, Malcolm Young. Yes, I said uh, Malcolm. No, uh, what? Yes. Ang Angus's rhythm playing brother. Yes, sir. Malcolm mm -hmm. Young. Uh, you know, Gary Moore, uh, the great Irish guitar player. To me, the most fiery electric guitar player ever. Uh, Jimmy Page. We haven't even said Jimmy Page. Come on, what's wrong with me? <laughs> right. Hey, uh, that's a tough. That's a tough one, man. To 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 just pick four. Maybe we need a bigger Mount Rushmore. Yeah. <laughs> Would you say this though? That every Throw some on Chee Hall. <laughs> the other three may rotate, but Eddie Van Halen never leaves it. He never leaves it. Okay. Yeah. He I, he never leaves it, Rick. Thank you for uh, yeah yeah buying that. Yeah. No, Eddie Eddie is always there. Well, for like me. You, well, you said when me. someone's an original like that, it's one thing to say I think I've gotten pretty good at mocking them. But because you're mocking someone, you never can quite be them. And those are the great ones. Yeah. Yeah, man. Well, um, you know, talking about Ed and, and talking about trying, you know, learning guitar. Listen, man, if when I began to learn some of those Van Halen licks, I'm telling you guys, it was helping me socially. Like <laughs> girls started talking to me <laughs> when, when word got around, like, oh, that guy can play eruption, you know, yeah. he can, he can play the solo to run in with the devil. Yeah. Let's, <laughs> let's go, let's go talk to him. <laughs> yeah, that's true. What's, uh, th did you, did you, did you geek out when you met him or were you able to, uh, did, did he, was he pretty kind to you? Did, uh, did y'all um, make, yeah, make y'all feel welcome? He couldn't have been more fantastic. I'll tell you the story. Our first show was in Dayton, Ohio. As we always would do, we pulled up to the venue. Everybody piles out of the van, goes straight to catering because we're starving. Oh, yeah. Uh, and uh, their tour manager, the great Scotty Ross, he came over to the table, introduced himself, and he said, hey, Damon, I understand you're a big, big fan of Eddie's. I said, the biggest, Scotty, the biggest. Mm. He said, well, listen, go down to the dressing room and say hello. He's down there right now. Guys, I literally dropped my fork and sprang up the table, burn it down to the dressing room. I'm knocking on Van Halen's. They had like five different dressing rooms. Sure. So I'm knocking on the door, stick my head in. No, Eddie. I went to all five rooms. I couldn't find him. So I was like, okay, well, I'll, I'll see him later. Maybe he went back to the hotel. So I go to the Brother Kane dressing room and over by the cooler where we have all our sodas and Gatorades and stuff, is Eddie Van Halen digging through our cooler? <laughs> <laughs> and he's got his back to me, and I and I recognize him. And I go, "Hey, man, why don't you go down to your own dressing room and get your?" Own <laughs> <laughs> well, that had to. And man, he turned around. He cracked up. He came straight over to me, guys, and he he, he goes, "You must be Damon." I said, "I'm Damon, Eddie. I'm freaking out right now." He came over and he kissed me on my cheek. He kissed me and he hugged me. And every time we would greet each other over the next month, that was what he would do. That's how he was with people. That's how he was with his brother, with his band. And I just can't. I mean, it was like a dream, fellas. You know, yeah. it was so long ago. It just yeah. doesn't seem real to get to spend that much time. Amen. We'll be right back. More Rick and Bubba coming up. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. 
so, but now we go to worship leaders. You know how we love we love worship leaders, and um, uh, I've been having to talk to Eddie Van Adler all week, uh, reminding him that drummers don't cry. That's right, Rick. Uh, yeah, y'all got a big week. Huh? Is his dad, who is one of the best, uh, most gifted worship leaders, uh, is retiring this Sunday. This is his last service. It is this this Sunday coming up. Shades Mountain Baptist Church, last one. It is drummers. Hey, don't, drummers don't cry. Drummers can't. How long has he been? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, he has been at Shades for over twenty-two years. Wow. He's been a, a a music minister for over forty years. Wow. So he and if I'm not, well, never mind. Wow. I, I think I was about to give things away. It's going to yeah. be special. It's well, we be probably a great need to have Sunday. A, I'm playing drums. It's going to be a great Sunday. Oh, yeah. We need to have a segment on that. On I'll be overplaying the drums. It's going to be a great Sunday. I've asked you, you not. Yeah. I've asked you not to overplay. You're going to get emotional. I and that's going and then you use your kick drum as your cry. Yeah. Don't do that. Yes. If I if I was just singing in mm. the audience, I would I think cry honestly. Uh, but luckily the drums will be a great mental distraction because I'll be thinking about drums, mm. not how much I love my family. <laughs> <laughs> so here's worship leader humor. Uh, worship. This guy gets kind of excited, doesn't he? He does. He gets excited, but he he is in church. And, Boy, does he? Uh, so so here here we go. This is uh, from Thousand Hills Church in Texas. Okay, right. here we go. <laughs> he, he forgot the. Uh, he said he thinks he's going to row with Brother K. Oh, <laughs> Hell lost another one is the line that you're saying. That was on accident, I think. Yeah. Well, he, clearly, he plays in those Clearly, he plays in another band later in the week. Right. He He's got another gig. Oh, oh funny! Right. They brought him in. We got some crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't even miss a beat. It's Does never, he even realize he said it? I don't think he realized I know, it. I know. It never yeah. occurred to him. Oh, oh man. man, that's good. That's funny. It just it just seemed to fit with it, didn't it? That's right. Oh, yeah. Preach it. <laughs> Preach it, bro. Hell lost another one. I am free. I am free. Uh, yeah. Amen. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. So so there you go. Uh, he, he kind of was a – I have a, a good one there, but I won't go into it. But yeah. uh, All right. Also, we got an Elon Musk update. Here comes the money. Let's go. Dollar, 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 dollar. So Elon Musk uh, tweets a video. Starlink, Bubba, they 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 reached orbit. Well, the, on you the know, flat he, Earth, he has uh, <laughs> he's put up quite a constellation of satellites for the Starlink uh, program that gives you uh, wireless internet. And now he is putting out version two of their satellite. It's bigger. It is maneuverable. 
and it is a lot more fancy. But look at this cool <laughs> video they put out, oh. and they launch just hundreds of them at a time, Rick. And uh, you can see, look, look, at the, look at that spinning over. It does. It almost looks like something from a, a space movie or something. Wow. And I believe it's sped up, so that makes it look a lot weirder. But okay, boy, man. does it look like computer animation. But it I, it's it's real. Yeah, okay. Greg, so Greg, you say. Greg. Mm-hmm, so you say. It's a little grainy, too, so that hurts it. But um, that's a lot of satellites coming out of that spaceship. <clears throat> yep. Mm-hmm. Um, the Starlink. I mean, he, he has thousands in orbit now. It's I mean, crazy. It's, unbelievable. it's giving internet to people that have never had the internet. Hey, Very. let me tell you, I'm starting to use it myself. You can tell, and, and I see a Look lot of them that. on RVs and things. Yes. You can tell they're using Starlink, Rick. It looks like they have a white iPad on top of a pole. If you see like a white iPad, okay. that's what the antenna what looks like. What color is it? It's kind of white looking. Okay. Have you noticed that? I mean, isn't that what Gary, Gary's using now? Because he, 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 he got I mad at that. That other bunch that was trying to serve there, they were terrible. They were so bad. Gary really is using Starlink? Yeah. That, that is, is funny. That's he, not a bit. He, he, you remember, he goes, Gary got, and Elon Musk hooked together. Well, of course, Gary called him Elon Musk. Right. No, we called him Leon. Leon, Leon Musk. <laughs> yeah. Leon Musk. That was it. <laughs> hey, I got that thing at Leon Musk. Yeah. <laughs> we were like, what? Elon. Elon Musk. But yeah, Elon. I, I've got one now that is through the uh, the same bunch, the co op I'm using with my electricity, and it's really fast. Yeah. Yeah. But, you get uh, it put in? Yeah. yeah. But, but Gary can't use it. They've that. been hanging fiber from, yeah. for a long time with a lot of the yeah. places. I mean, everybody was a little bit shocked. They, yeah. they, they went down to Camp House, and that thing was flying. They couldn't believe it. <laughs> Young Broder, old fiber is hard to beat. It is. It, it was. It was. It was running good. But Gary can't couldn't get that one, the one I've got, and yeah. so he was trying another company that was terrible. I tried them for a while. They're terrible, and and now he's got uh, Leon Must. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna tell you, Leon Musk has got a pretty good product. Uh, in the same way that Elon buying Twitter has kind of opened up some some doors that were have been shut. Uh, Starlink is doing that for. We saw that happen in Ukraine, and when these countries are trying to limit internet access and shut it down so that word can't get out what the governments are doing to the people. Uh, Starlink is playing a huge role in uh, freeing up that information. Oh, yeah. You know, Rick, even the stories we had this morning about the COVID and where it came from and that debate, all of that, remember, changed when he bought Twitter and opened that up. Absolutely. To let people have a, a different opinion as to what was being force fed. Absolutely. Top of the hour, 866 We Be Big. We'll do some of your phone calls. A lot of topics out there, and we'll continue. If you leave us, have a big day. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba. So the big cheerleader story, a lot of cheerleader story all over the news. We're seeing it all over the national news today. We seem to be a little gray on how this cheerleader ended up in this position. Do you now have the information, Bubba? No, I I don't, Rick. I do know this. It's the Nebraska State Cheer and Dance Competition. Cornhusker State, baby. Uh, And this young lady, she's a 17-year-old senior uh, at her high school, Morrell. High school, I believe it is, Mm M-O-R-R-I-L-L. She wanted to compete. The rest of her squad could not make it, and we don't know why. Yeah, and some of the updated stories, that's from yesterday afternoon. It's saying that her squad quit. Uh, so um, They quit yeah. at, I, I, at, I, at the not, event? It was, it was already a really small squad, they said, but um, that just says that the high school cheerleader from Nebraska has inspired people everywhere for competing solo in a state championship after three teammates quit 
just days before the championships. So, so she went and, com- and competed on her own. They had to change the routine because it was so low. Right. But she went and did her best and represented. Now, I'm she, not going to be able ju- to watch this. Is she yeah, just full either. of school spirit? Well, watch for yourself. All right, speedy, watch and listen. Uh, you, Hams, this gets you too. You can't do this. No, I'm not going to do this. No way. Andy Blanks is watching. Speedy, you got to leave. For those of you that are on radio, she's on the big blue mat by herself, where you normally see all these. Big, huge competitions. Yeah. And she's by herself, and she's, she's got a, a go sign. sign. I can do that. And then a fight sign. And now she's picking up her pom-poms, and she's just standing there, y'all. Oh, I don't know what to do. Even uh, this stuff. man's making everybody sit down. <laughs> Why is he making everybody sit down? Is this golf? What's now, going keep on? keep in mind, her and her coach worked on this routine, Rick. Well, that didn't work I very think- long on it. Actually, she's throwing down those pom-poms, going to get others. Right, now solid white pom-poms. Okay, the crowd's helping her out. I like that. Up at old man, he's making everybody sit down again. She just right, so she's she's moving, to moving to the next uh, one. Uh-huh. Right. Can't wait. Oh, no. This is Saturday Night Live skit. I don't know what to do. Yeah. I wish Adler would start tumbling back behind her, like doing just multiple backhand springs. <laughs> the crowd's trying to help here. her out. Well, yeah, brother. Oh, my God. She's got a little sign now. MHS. <laughs> Not, how about a good oh, herky? That's a good herky. Oh, that's a good herky. Yeah, It's so tough to build a pyramid. Her and her coach worked on this. <laughs> Craig. No, it's not. It's just not very high. <laughs> yeah. Call it a pole. Oh, She's got the crowd doing it. Yeah. There's breath. more? Hey, oh, no. I, I can't nice. do it. How long is this routine? Too long. Wait, wait, wait. wait. Oh, oh, herky. Another, another herky. Good herky. So she's jumping Working up and down. Like oh, oh, nice. oh, it's dance routine. Oh, it's dance routine yeah. now. Yeah, arms out. Now we're pom-poms in hand. We're slinging arms around. Is this fight song? It looks like it. Yeah, okay. Right. It seems like it's very basic level stuff, yeah. not like competition really? level stuff. Yeah, yeah I don't think that. One of the rest of them quit. Comp- you ever been to Nebraska? I have. Rick. Well, right, now we're down on the knee. she's going to dance to Apache. Yeah. <laughs> They're not the band music. Fight, fight, fight. Let's go, Lions. The mascot's uh, Lions. Uh, you know the only thing that would, that'll make that better, Rick. You know what? The only thing that make that better. What? The perfect cheer. The perfect cheer. That's what it seemed like. That's what it seemed like. All right, so. Inspired a lot of folks. Let me ask you this. The bar's low. Let me tell you what happens in today's world. They probably gave her the championship. Yeah, you're right. The she probably won so the whole thing. Best how, in show. How, well, how about this? Yeah, we don't need to go that far with it, and our, and our society will. Yeah, they will. But how about this? I, I, I do respect that she said, I'm I'm not going to quit yeah, like I the rest too. of my team. I'm going to get out here, and I'm going to get it. And we need to say. Yeah, halfway through, she it, wished she hadn't done well, it. Well, yeah. Right. And it and I think she's a pretty brave young lady. Yeah. It took some courage. Yeah, yeah. It, it, No, no doubt about that. 
and and it's a good story. Ready, okay. How about this? It's a good story. It's a feel good story. Ready, set. Now we don't need to give her the award. No, she'll get the. We don't. Yeah, we don't need to give her the award. You know, and um, and and I do like the fact that if y'all gonna be quitters, I'm not gonna be a quitter. I like all that. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, Rick, it's, um, it wasn't the highest of level of of competitive cheer I've ever seen. No. Well, you can't it's throw it. somebody in there if you're the catcher. No, I mean, but what I'm wondering is, you know, there's different levels, kind of yeah. like. Yeah. Kind of like the Miss America, kind of like the Miss America, you know, pageant requires a talent. Mm-hmm. The the universe Miss doesn't. USA, yeah, or USA yeah. doesn't. You know, is there is this another level of, of cheer competition? I don't that, know. It may be. It's maybe not. It's, it's, not the, it's not the one that ends up at Disney World. And, yeah, without well, the that's, that's usually not the high school teams that do all that. They well, have competitive teams that yeah. some of them they mm-hmm. spin off. This of was them. the Nebraska State High School Cheer and Dance Competition. It was on February the seventeenth. Uh, her coach broke the news to her and her other teammates or whatever that she, uh, that, but she promised to still attend a three day cheer event and, and, uh, watch from the sidelines. However, the cheerleader said that within less than two weeks, she had to learn the routine because she wanted to actually go compete. She yeah, said, I, I, I decided I wanted to go and still compete because I wanted to end my senior year with a bang and I didn't want to give up my cheerleading because it's been such a huge part of my life. I like does anybody tell us why the others quit? Well that's what I want to know. Uh, well she said her two other teammates so and they said it was okay. a really, really small there were group. three? I, so maybe it was just a couple of them, and they said, "Hey, we're out or something." I don't know. Yeah. The only thing that she small. Went, she said she got the largest round of applause and cheer there. Well, not yeah. Well, I it's mean, patronizing, it's, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it really we was. Gonna, we gonna boo her. Well, it's heartwarming. Yeah. She she stroked yeah. a few heartstrings. Yeah. When you I, love her courage. When I say yeah. P, you and she said the only thing that turns this story around is and and to where we stop all this nonsense is. What if she? Because we know we know girls and we know cheerleading girls. Oh okay? boy, do we! What did she cause a bunch of drama to have the other two or three quit? Mm. Well, it doesn't say anything like that. I know it right. doesn't, but I'm saying that's a reality. And I, look, I got girls. Greg's dealt with it. Oh, good. Uh, she did say she had to admit her mind went blank as soon as the, her routine started. But it was the cheers from the crowd that helped her carry on. Yeah. Of course. And that old man making a rest of the day. <laughs> I'm not sure yeah, what that was about. She probably won't everybody sit yeah, why would, why, why yeah. would anybody? Why would any cheerleader you, you want somebody to tell everybody to sit yeah, down? You, you feed off the crowd. I want to know why the others quit. Do like, you she, think, placed, she placed eight out of 12 squads because she was boy, not able. four squads that are really bad. <laughs> they were not able to be sc- score her as the same as a complete team. <laughs> she beat four other squads? <laughs> Picture those people going back on the bus. Good night. We couldn't even beat them. That's a bad speech to your team. Way, and that's the highest her team has placed in three years All right. at the event. Well, well there yeah. you go. Again, patronizing. Word, okay. She didn't need them other girls anyway. Hey, it's Rick and Bubba inviting you to be with us for tomorrow's Rick and Bubba show. Rick, it'll be a big and busy show as always. We'll have all the headlines you need to know about, a lot of fun, and read across America. The world's largest classroom tomorrow on the Rick and Bubba show. Thanks for listening to the daily best of Rick and Bubba. To catch the entire show and for all things Rick and Bubba, go to rickandbubba.com, spell out A. Lord willing, we will catch you on the next edition of the Rick and Bubba show. Rick and Bubba, Rick and Bubba.